0: We are soon going to have a new Supreme Court justice, thanks to some Republicans in name only. The Biden administration continues to make weird things its priority, instead of like important things like people be- being able to fill their gas tanks. And corporations continue to go woke. But can they survive? This is Gene and you're listening to Dumbasses Talking Politics. <laughs> Hey, hey, this is Gene. Welcome back to Dumbasses Talking Politics. My beard is coming in really well. If you're not following me on... uh, If you're not following me on Twitter, I decided to grow a beard because Josie and I got into that fight and then we got back together four days later, but the beard was already going. I have... You know, a beard takes... There are stages to beard growth. It's kind of like... The stages of death for your face, because then your face completely changes. The first stage is the stubble. It looks messy. It looks sloppy. The second stage is the itch part. It looks like you're growing a beard at that stage, but the the hairs begin to twist a little bit, and they start itching the living crap out of your face. The fourth stage is... Or the third stage, excuse me, is the... Um, I can't move my mouth stage because everything is just gripping onto your face and it feels like nothing's happening. Then there's the fourth stage. The fourth stage, fourth stage is okay. It's growing in. It doesn't itch anymore. It looks like a beard, uh, but it also kind of is really short. And then the fifth stage, the Gandalf stage, where you you're, it's down to your penis and things like that. So we're we're going. Oh, by the way, uh, men can be women. So I guess it's not to your penis. It could be to my vagina. I don't know. I have a penis. So we'll work it. We'll work it from there. All right. So let's go to the news. Da-da-da. Okay. Ken Brown Jackson is going to get nominated. This amazes me that this broad is going to get nominated. I mean, she is so obviously left-wing. She is so obviously an activist. Um, She's worked with terrorists in Guantanamo Bay to get them sent away. She ate light sentences for those who've committed sex crimes and child pornography. There's been a report that she actually gave a light sentence to somebody who tortured a child. I don't have the whole story with me. I'm not even going to bother with it. But we know she, well, hey, newsflash, she's light on crime generally. She doesn't like putting people in jail. She supports critical race theory and the, the creme de la creme, which should have gotten her completely kicked out of this whole conversation, was that she couldn't define what a woman was. This is about as much of an activist as you can possibly get. Well, the vote went to the Senate Judiciary Committee to push it forward. Um, the Judiciary Committee... Thank God there were 11 Republicans, voted 11-11. She didn't get pushed through. That that doesn't really make any difference. Chuck Schumer was supposed to have a vote last night. I did not hear anything about her getting nominated. But they're going to end up pushing this to the floor vote, and they're going to have a floor vote. And there's a very good chance, there's not even a very good, she's She's confirmed. So even though she's not going to get past the Judiciary Committee, she's, there's going to be a floor vote for her. It was supposed to be last night. It didn't happen. Um, three rhinos have decided to vote for her. Mitt Romney, Lisa Murkowski, and Susan Collins. They, I'm sorry, these jerk-offs, they, they seriously need to be primaried and kicked out. They're not Republicans. They're not conservatives. They're They're not leftists, but they're progressives. Two... To, Listen to this woman try to describe why she thinks child pornographers shouldn't go to jail for long periods of time. Try and deflect her not being a woman, not being able to define what a woman is. This should have been enough reason for her not to get a life appointment to the Supreme Court. There should have been, not only should every Republican, have said, no, you can't move on? There should have been five or six Democrats that said, yeah, no, that's not an answer. We can't have somebody who thinks the Constitution is a living document and is going to legislate from the bench. Do you know how we could solve this problem in this country? If our politicians could ever get their freaking heads out of their asses, we could actually go and set term limits for justices. Even Clarence Thomas set term limits for justices. But see, the problem is, the reason our politicians can't get their heads out of their asses is because they need term limits too. You guys need to do something. You got eight years. Senators, you have 12 years. Do something. And if they don't, eh, well, it's okay. They'll be gone in six years. All right. So let's go. This is um, obviously really important legislation. Congratulations to the Biden administration for doing this thing. So, <laughs> wow. so according to Daily Wire, come April, U.S. citizens can choose X as their gender on their passport instead of either male or female. After the Biden administration pushed earlier this year For the integration of gender ideology into uh, documentation for international travel. So, in other words, you can sit back and say, well, I don't have a gender. Or, my gender is X. I don't know what the X means. There are 1,262 genders. And counting, they keep going up. I mean, this is not a serious country. You realize one school... This is a true story. I I couldn't say it because I I couldn't believe it was true. The one school is actually putting a litter box into the girls' restrooms for the girls that identify as cats. That is happening. That is a true story. Now, ugh. okay, so Jessica Stern, let's continue on because it's just, I could go on. I'm going to go on. We're going to have more discussions on this. Jessica Stern, who's a U.S. special diplomatic envoy, forget this, for LGBTQ rights. Yeah, that's a thing. We've got a diplomatic envoy for LGBTQ rights. Uh, She said, quote, humans do not always fit within a male and female category around the world. Actually, no, they do. They, They are either male or female. There's, there's two categories. That's it. Male, female. Uh, You can take knives and things and, and do your, whatever you're going to do to the nether regions, but yeah, you know, you're one or the other. Um, If I took a blood sample from you, I do me a favor, do not go to the doctor with a tummy ache and you're a man and you tell the doctor you're a woman or vice versa. Yeah, you, you will end up dead. Okay, she continues, the addition of a third gender marker propels the U.S. forward toward ensuring our administrative systems account for the diversity of gender identity, gender expression, and sex characteristics among U.S. citizens. Okay, I I just want to ask you, do you already see a problem with having gender X on a passport? Um, yeah, anyway, this all started back in June of 2021. Now, mind you, June of 2021, Biden had been in office already for six months and we were already having problems. They were already screwing up, uh, making plans for screwing up Afghanistan. We already had inflation going up. We were, our, our unemployment was stagnant and uh, inflation was going up. But this is what um, Antony Blinken was concerned about and the Biden administration was concerned about. So back in June 2021, Antony Blinken said this, quote, most immediate most immediately, we will be upgrading our procedures to allow applicants to select gender as m uh, select their gender as m and f and will no longer require require medical certification if an applicant's self-selected gender does not match the gender on their own citizenship or identity documents that's awesome so now we can just we can just go and get a passport and screw up the identification here's what i'd like to identify I'd like to identify as six foot four, two hundred and fifteen pounds, with a full head of hair. I can still get a passport with that description on my driver's license, and I want to say I'm twenty-four. By the way, by the way, I'm five foot nothing. I'm two hundred pounds, and I—I'm I, not two hundred pounds. But and and uh, I have no hair, and I'm fifty-four. Now we can do that. Is that a thing? So. I just want, I just can't believe the administration was worried for that for a week ago, a year ago. They were thinking about this. Maybe if they had spent as much time planning the Afghanistan withdrawal as they did putting an X on a passport, Afghanistan wouldn't belong to the Taliban with $600 billion worth of our equipment. Okay, so anyway. I don't think it's not 600 billion, it's a lot though. So let me get this straight because I just got my passports. I have two passports I've got the card and I've got the book. So to get a passport, you have to get your birth certificate, your ID, you have to take a picture or get a picture at the post office and fill out a bunch of forms. Then you have to call the post office to get an appointment. And you know how disastrous it is to get through that phone, navigate that phone system that they have over there. Then you have to drive to the post office a month later because that's the only time that they can actually issue passports. Wait an hour-long line, even though you have an appointment, because the, that's how efficient the government post office is. Then you have to smile at the stupid jokes while the post office guy processes your paperwork, your identity your birth certificate, your IDs. Then you have to give him $700 to get the the damn thing expediated. Because an expediated passport, by the way, could be eight months. Usually it's two weeks, but because it was COVID, I had to wait eight months. And I'm lucky I got it expediated. Three months later, the State Department will send you a letter While you're waiting for your passport to come back, the State Department will send you a letter saying, "Uh, Hey, we need more documentation. Because you know something? If you're $5 short on your, your taxes, they have all your information and they just will rip it right out of your bank account. But for some reason, the State Department can't just go to a computer, type my name in to make sure I'm not a terrorist. Instead, they decide to delay my passport for another two months while they get all the paperwork together. Eight months later, you get your passport. Yes, and that's expediated. And it's something that doesn't identify you correctly and will not be accepted because I put an X in my gender and will not be accepted in 99% of the countries in the world because your sex is part of your identity and it isn't even defined on the passport. A passport is used in other countries to identify you, to make sure you're not a terrorist, to make sure you're allowed to be in their country. It's not for making you feel good about yourself and your mental illness because you can't figure out what gender you are. Try pulling one of those gender X crap in France. They openly say they do not accept anything that the LGD. TUVWX colon, pound sign, crap. They don't accept any of it. They said that's a United States problem. It doesn't matter. Whatever, not my problem. My, my passport says... My passport says... male. Because guess what? I'm a male. And... Uh, it, it's just so stupid... It's so stupid, and you know why it's stupid. They just released a study about this whole thing, and it, I, I can't believe they did a study on this, but they refused to do a study on let's just say, do are masks effective in transmitting COVID, or do the COVID quote vaccines end quote work? No, they did a study on the L- LGBTQ. Anyway, UCLA's School of Law Williams Institute sent out a report. According to this report, we estimate that 1.4% of the non-binary LGBTQ population in the U.S., or 16,700 people, may request passports with an X gender marker each year. The estimate is based upon current demand for X gender markers on driver's licenses in states which allow this such an option. The average number of driver's licenses with the ex-gender issued per year in 18 states with available da- data is 13,804. was multiplied by uh, .425 to create an estimate on how many passports with X gender markers may be requested and issued. Per year in these states, which is fifty eight hundred sixty six. I bet you. I bet you something about this study that that one point four percent is still high. You know why? Because when you're going to put that kind of money, because you're going to go on a trip to France, you're not going to lie about your gender, because France is going to kick your ass out. So will Italy. So will um, Germany. So will Spain. So will Greece. So will England. Because none of those people buy that crap. But the Biden administration had to bend over backwards for 1% of the population. And this is considered a huge victory for that group. Okay. Last week, um, here in our next couple of stories... And then we're going to probably be done... Nah, we're never never done early, but we'll see. Uh, Last week I talked about modern monetary theory. I gave a real quick definition of it. Remember that? And it was basically, you can raise the debt and it doesn't make any difference. Um, One of the things modern monetary theory also talks about is replacing shareholder capitalism with stakeholder capitalism. Now, shareholder capitalism is when... Uh, a, a person buys stocks, he becomes a shareholder in that case, in a company, and the company takes the responsibility to try and make a profit, and then the shareholder gets more money, and the idea is that shareholder can then buy more stock. So the goal of the company in this, in shareholder capitalism, is to take care of the shareholder, is to make sure they make money. What modern monetary theory does is replaces shareholder with something called a stakeholder this is a system which corporations are oriented to serve the interests of all stakeholders that in, that's not only just shareholders that's also customers suppliers employees local communities society the the national society crap like that the goal of stakeholder stakeholder capitalism believe it or not is not profits but to move society forward Here's the problem with stakeholder capitalism and we're beginning to see it a little bit. If the stake if the stake shareholder doesn't like what they're do what the corporation is doing, they have a tendency of dumping their money, taking their money and leaving. And there's another problem. Sometimes the customers, which are the stakeholders, they don't like what the corporation does either. And what do they do? they stop buying the product when you stop buying the product you piss off the shareholders when you piss off the shareholders the stock goes down when the stock goes down the company can't innovate well there are a couple of companies that are going that i'm going to re- we're really going to monitor because now we're going to see what happens when you pit shareholder and stakeholder capitalism against each other. Okay, so let's go to the first company. Now, this was a story that came out last week, but there was a lot talked about it. It's still being talked about it this week. I didn't bring it up. It wasn't because I ignored it or I missed it. It's just that I thought, okay, there's enough on Fox News about it. Uh, There's enough in the LA Times. It seems to be everywhere that this thing is happening, and that is Disney. Now, understand something about Disney Disney has always been leftist they're a Hollywood company they're based in California but I didn't know that Disney whose company is made to cater to children entertain children is also in the job of grooming children sexually weird I probably should have known they were because that's Disney so a little background, uh, Florida passed the parental rights in education bill, and it was signed by Ron, the governor, Ron DeSantis. This is the bill that was wrongly called the don't say gay bill. Again, in the bill, it's four pages long. It's really easy to read. You can even skip a lot of it because it's a lot of administrative crap, but there's no word of gay or straight or anything in the bill. All it says is you cannot insert sex education for children from K through third grade. And I think, to be honest with you, it should go further. But you cannot sexually educate children in K through three. And parents, if anything bizarre happens, parents need to be notified. That's really all the bill says. About 200 radical Disney employees right after the bill was approved... Uh, decided to walk off their jobs and protest. Now, 200 in Florida, 200. Disney has 70,000 employees. The coward of a CEO, Bob Chapek, protested the bill very vocally after he didn't say a word about it because he didn't want to get into the politics. But his 200 employees, which he should have just fired, made its biggest stink enough that he decided to condemn the bill. And because Disney supports teaching sex to grades K through three. Now, mind you, it's not straight sex. It's not gay sex. It's not transgender sex. It's all sex. You can't, you can't, there's a, the people are saying, well, people, the leftists are saying right now, well, you can't say straight. And, and Ron DeSantis says, yeah, you can't say straight either. It has not, you're not supposed to be teaching sex to 5 to 10 year old 5 to 8 year olds So Ron DeSantis tells Chapek to kick rocks and signs the bill to protest the Disney decided that they're going to release the new Buzz Lightyear movie the new Toy Story 6 or whatever it happens to be they have a couple of gay, lesbian, or lesbian toys kissing in the background in one of the scenes. They they pulled the scene. Why that scene was even in there in the first place, I don't know. But we're gonna find out. Well, they decided to put it back in the movie. So, needless to say, my suggestion to you is, if you don't want your kids indoctrinated into this stuff, don't watch the new Buzz Lightyear movie because that's gonna end up being in there. DeSantis decided to remove all of Disney's privilege to uh, manage their own land. Now, for me and you, if we're in, we're in Florida, I have to actually get permits to do something. Disney doesn't have to do that. They can do whatever they want with their land. That's a deal they had with Florida. Well, now they pissed off DeSantis to the point that he's going to pull that, their ability to do that. They'll have to pay money to Florida to get their to get their permits. Which I think good for him. Now. Okay. This is something Disney. I think this is a bad idea. But it gets worse for Disney. There was an all hands meeting. Between Disney employees on Zoom. Investigative reporter. Chris Rufo Got a tape from that meeting. It's amazing. After listening to this. You might cancel your Disney Plus subscription to protect your kids. I know I did. So let's listen to a couple of sound bites on here. Here is executive producer for Disney named Latoya Raveno. And yeah, just listen to her.
1: It's like I love Disney's content. I grew up watching, you know, all of the classics. They have been a huge, like, informative part of my life. But at the same time, like. I worked at small studios most of my career, and I'd heard, you know, you hear whispers. Like, I'd, I'd heard things like, oh, you know, they won't let you show this at a Disney show, and I'm like, okay. So I was a little, like, sus when I started. And, but then my experience was bafflingly the opposite of what I had heard. On my little pocket of, like, you know, Proud Family, Disney TVA, um, the showrunners were super welcoming, Meredith Roberts, and, like, the, the our leadership over there has been so... Welcoming to like my like not at all secret gay agenda, and so like I I feel like I felt like it was I mean like maybe it was that way in the past, but I guess like something must have
2: happened in the last like like they are turning it around. They're going hard.
0: She said the quiet part out loud. She has a gay agenda. She was afraid she couldn't push her gay agenda at Disney when she was hired there. Disney. Also has a gay agenda. And she was thrilled that the secret gay agenda was being embraced. By the way, she makes shows for kids under 10. Why does she even need to have a gay agenda? 10-year-olds, and we're talking 10, 6, 7-year-olds is what her shows are for. They're not, why sexualize these kids? They don't even know what sex is. They don't know what gay is. They don't know what straight is. Because she wants to indoctrinate, groom children into this LGBTQRS crap. She wants to push it on her kids. And guess what? Openly admit, Disney is doing it. It gets better. Here is some production guy. I don't know what his name is. I don't care. I didn't bother looking it up. But this is... This is also enlightening.
1: Yeah, um, I've had the privilege of working with the Moon Girl team for the last two years, and they've been really open to exploring queer stories. And part of, I'm on the production side, uh, part of uh, the work that I feel like I can put in is making sure that we take place in modern day New York. So making sure that that's like an accurate reflection of New York. So I put together like a tracker of our background characters to make sure that we have like the full breadth of expression. And uh, we got into a very similar conversation, Carrie, of like, oh, all of our like gender nonconforming characters are in the background. And so it's not just a numbers game um, of how many LGBTQ plus characters you have we got, the further, uh, the, the more centered a story is on a character, the more nuanced you get to get into their story. And especially with like trans characters, you can't see if someone is trans. There's not one way to look trans. And so kind of the only way to have these like canonical trans characters, canonical asexual characters, canonical bisexual characters is to give them stories where they can like be their whole selves
0: like canonical characters what 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 is this canonical characters crap anyway that wasn't the big i mean this is what the left does they use big words they try and because they think they're so smart they they really think they're so smart so what this guy is saying what you should have pulled from that whole thing is disney's been doing this They've been putting the gay and transgender characters in the background. But that's not good enough for them. Now they're thinking, you know, maybe we should make these characters main characters. So when I watched the last Star Wars and I saw the two gals kissing as background characters, I was like, okay, that's not cool, but whatever. That's fine. Now they want to make those two characters the main characters, and of course everything's going to circle around how gay they are, how trans they are. They're not hiding this anymore; they don't want to hide it anymore. Oh my lord! So here, here's here's another one. Uh, here's the director of diversity and inclusion. Now there's a dystopian title for you. I mean, what is this? I, what exactly did? qualifies this gal to be the director of diversity and inclusion i wonder (laughs) jesus i I, her name's vivian Ware. so listen how she's changing disneyland
2: last summer we we removed all of the um gendered greetings in relationship to our life skills. So we no longer say ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. Um, we, we've trained, we trained, we've provided training for all of our, our cast members in, in relationship to that. So now they know it's it's hello everyone or hello friends. We, we are in the process of changing over those those recorded messages and so many of you are probably familiar when we brought the fireworks back to the magic kingdom we no longer say ladies and gentlemen boys and girls we say dreamers of all ages and so i love the fact that it's opened up the creativity the opportunity for our cast members to look at that we we have our cast members working with merchandise working with food and beverage working with with all of our guest facing areas where perhaps you know we we want to create that magical moment with our cast members with our guests and we don't to just assume because someone might be um, in, in our interpretation, maybe presenting as female, that they may not want to be called princess. So let's think differently about how do we really engage with our guests in a meaningful and inclusive way that makes it magical and memorable for everyone.
0: By the way, yeah, that is a chick. She's probably lesbian, but that is a, that is a woman. She sounds more masculine than the guy I showed before, but here's the thing. So, Disney thinks the public wants this crap. Ladies and gentlemen, no, all. Uh, You can't call little girls princesses anymore? Do you see how twisted this whole thing is? But the greatest bite came from the corporate president, Carrie Burke. Listen, this this is an absolutely incredible... And telling little, telling little uh, quip.
3: I'm, I'm here as a mother of, of two queer children, actually. Um, uh, one transgender child um, um, and one pansexual child. Um, and and also as a leader. Um, and that was the thing that really got me because I have heard so much from so many of my colleagues over the course of the last couple of weeks um, in open forums and through emails and phone conversations and um, I feel a responsibility to speak, um, not just for myself, but for them. Uh, to all of us, we, we had a we had an open forum last week at 20th, where, um, again, the home of, of really incredible, groundbreaking LGBTQIA stories over the years, where um, one of our execs stood up and said, "You know, we only have a handful of queer leads in our content," and I went, "What?" I, that can't be true. And I, and I, and I realized, oh, it, it actually is true.
0: Okay, there are two immediate points I want to point out. One, um, if she didn't know that Disney films didn't have queer leads, then she obviously doesn't watch her own product. That's a minor thing. I just, I listened to that and I just thought of it right now. The second thing is she has two children that are confused about their sex you know, I would bet it has nothing to do with they were born confused about their sex. I bet it has something to do with her being a crappy-ass mother. The odds of her t- of two kids in the same household being something other than what they are, or thinking they're something other than what they are, is astronomical. I mean, 1% of the country identifies as trans, real trans and real... I don't know what a pansexual is, so maybe I'll look it up, but I really don't give a damn. But this is... That's insane. Me, if I were the CEO of Disney, who's a coward anyway, so you know he's not going to do this, I'd say, you can't even figure out how to run your own home. You're going to run a multi-billion dollar uh, organization, corporation? Nah, I would have thrown her out. By the way, one thing I did cut out there, she's now demanding that 50% of lead characters either be a person of color. Hey, can I say colored person now? I mean, isn't that the same thing? A person of color and colored person? I, I don't understand the difference between the two. You just reverse the words. Anyway, we'll say person of color. No, we'll say colored person because you know what I'm I'm getting sick and tired of playing word games with these people or of LGBTQ persuasion. Those are lead characters. They want 50% of them. So, tell me what. How do you think this is going to work out for them in the next couple of months when people begin to find out what the hell these people are doing? Do you think their subscriptions for Disney Plus are going to go up or are they going to go down? Hey, listen, I love Disney. I love The Incredibles. I love Star Wars. I love Toy Story. I was looking forward to seeing the new Kenobi series. But you know what? I can live without it. I I, I just don't watch enough Disney Plus. I canceled the subscription. It's not worth it. But they're not the only ones that are going insane. Um, Oreos has gone woke, which is great. The Oreo, the cookie, right? The cookie with the middle inside, you dump it in milk. I don't because I'm lactose intolerant. Yeah, they've gone woke, which is good for me because I'm not going to buy them anymore and um, I'll lose weight. I love Oreos. Uh, Oreos has decided to show its support for the LGBTQ community again. Now, the Oreo company released a commercial of a boy coming out as gay to his parents before a family dinner. The brave lad does this by giving his parents a note. The parents give the note back with a little thing written down saying, Well, we accept you and we love you. The commercial ends with grandma walking into the house and the family greeting her with love, and everyone is happy because the son is now going to stop the stop the line the family line because he's the only son i wish i could be a fly on the wall when they tell grandma this by the way you might be asking a question um why aren't you playing the commercial well you can go see the commercial at dumbasses it's not because of time or anything it's because the commercial is in Chinese. It's an American commercial with a merit with English subtitles, and they all speak Chinese. Even the note is in Chinese. The only part of the note that's not in Chinese is the parents writing back to the son. They wrote back in English. Incredible! They got to go so woke. They got. They've got to Peter Puff the Chinese government. By the way, do you think this is going to be playing in China? China, who is trying to make their country more, more masculine? China, who has a tendency of taking gay people and putting them into concentration camps? Yeah, probably not. By the way, to Continue the Disney thing. I, I didn't do this. I should have done it before. I'm already over, so screw it. I might as well do, keep going over. Um, so, Rhonda Sanders in Florida are running into some issues. It appears that because of this uh, parental rights and education bill, the Don't Say Gay bill, they're calling it, um, a bunch of teachers are leaving the state. And New York is now running... A Brent a New York who's got nothing but problems. They can't keep, they can't keep homeless people from pushing, uh, working people onto the subway, onto the subway tracks. New York is running a new campaign that welcomes people who don't like the uh, uh fair uh, the Parents uh, Act, and they're inviting all those people that like them go to New York. Guess what Ron DeSantis said? Goodbye. And by the way, teachers who want to groom kids into sexuality at five years old, I don't want them teaching anyway. They should quit. I personally think they should be fired, but let them quit. We are living in an insane world. We are living in a world that we cannot take seriously. It is absolutely insane that any... The only good news about this is if you're a Republican, Democrats are saying the quiet part out loud. They are now saying, we support teaching sex to kindergartners. Peter Ducey, fantastic guy. And the reason I'm bringing all this up now, I don't want to talk about tomorrow. I got other things to talk about. Um, Peter Ducey yesterday sat back and asked Jen Psaki, are you guys seriously saying you want to teach... sex to a between a five and eight year olds? And of course Jen Psaki gave a 13 minute answer and never answered the question. Just a word salad. Okay, visit my website dumbassestalkingpolitics.com Hope you guys have a great night. Uh, we will, great day actually. We will see you tomorrow. This is Gene and you're listening to Dumbasses Talking Politics.